Hey guys, welcome to episode 24 of the Loving the Fight Marriage Podcast. We hope you guys have had a great week. Oh, it's awesome to have you guys back with us. We're just super excited to hang out with you again. But you know, we just wanted to tell you that we love you, we care about you, and we care about your marriages. And before we jump into our topic today, I want to remind you, feel free to share this podcast with anybody that you know that maybe needs encouragement in their lives or in their marriage. But we uh, want to partner with you to be able to make a difference in other people's lives. Well, you know, Don, one of the things that you and I do often is we talk about faith and we talk about God in our podcasts. I know those of you that are listening, I'm sure you've noticed that we talk about God all the time mm-hmm. at, you know, in, in this podcast and previous podcasts and in future ones. Yep. Uh, why? Because God and our faith are so important to us and we truly rely on God to help us in our marriage, of course. Yes. Right, Don? Yep. Yeah, but also in every area yeah. of our lives. And we know we can't do this on our own. At all. Not at all. <laughs> there are many times we have tried to do our lives on our own yeah. or our marriage on our own, yeah. and we have failed. But, you know, because faith is such a priority for us, we've become disciplined mm-hmm. over time mm-hmm. in certain areas of our lives. Yeah. And I'm not saying that you and I are spiritual giants, no, Don, or we live in perfect lives, uh, but we are consistent in reading the Bible and praying or in attending and serving at our church. We love our church. We do. Absolutely. It's an amazing church. church. We're so grateful for it. Um, But we also, you know, we, we read and we listen to a lot of books and we listen to many podcasts and messages from other pastors or speakers. Why? Because we, again, our faith is important and we want to, we want to grow and we want to become more like Jesus. Absolutely. Again, I love listening to podcasts. I know in the morning, I don't like getting ready. Just I don't like the time it takes to get ready. So a few years back, I'm like, I'm going to just kind of multitask and I'm going to listen to podcasts while I get ready. So literally my, my phone or my computer is on the, you know, in the bathroom with me on the, on the shelf. And I'm just listening to God's word. I've been, you know, listening to the Bible app and, yeah. um, or, but podcasts in particular is something that I listen to one to two a day. Um, especially in the morning, just as I'm getting ready. And as I was getting ready for work one morning, not that long ago, I was listening to a podcast um, and the speaker started talking about the many attributes of God. And it's amazing, Travis, if we just stop mm. and think about all the incredible attributes attributes that God has. You know, what are attributes? They're positive qualities. Uh, you know, God, he's our provider. He's our healer. He's our protector. And those are just to name a few. Yeah, Don, there are so many attributes, in other words, positive qualities Mm. about God that we so often fail to think about on a daily basis. You know, I think about God's goodness. God is good and he's so kind to us. There's a passage in the book of James that talks about God's goodness and how he gives great gifts to us. God is holy. Mm, Um, We know that he is pure and he is truth. He is righteous. Uh, God is omniscient. He's all-knowing. He's omnipotent. Mm. That means he's all-powerful. And I could go on and on about the grace of God and all the things that God you know, brings to us. Y- yeah. It's such a benefit to have God in our lives. It is. There are so many names for God, and he has so many amazing attributes. And I'm so thankful for all of them, but oftentimes we don't necessarily just stop and think of those. 
So going back to that podcast that I was listening to a few weeks ago, at one point, the speaker who was speaking on the podcast mentioned God as Elroy. And I, and I, you know, I kind of stepped back a little bit. I'm like, Elroy, what does that mean? And Elroy means God sees you. And my heart immediately, it skipped a beat. And I was in awe at that very moment that God sees me. How cool is that? Charles, do you ever think about that, that God sees you? Yeah, I, not, not enough, yeah. obviously. But, you know, as we talk about that and think about it, it, it totally does something inside of my heart as well. It's very encouraging. Uh, exactly. And I, I'm so cool to know that we're not forgotten, that he sees us and he knows us. Well, I wanted to find this in the Bible and I, I just had to learn more like Elroy, what, you know, Elroy, where, where is that found in the Bible? Yeah. And to clarify, Elroy means, you know, El means God and yep. Roy means sees. Yep. God sees us. So it's so cool. Yep. It's amazing. It is. And so again, I just wanted to go, kind of search God's word in the Bible and I opened it up and we did, did a search and in Genesis 16, there it was. And it was talking about Hagar, and Hagar experienced this with God. And a little background information on Hagar. Hagar, she was a slave, but she was being mistreated by another woman, and so she ran away from home. And I, I know, I'm sure there's many people out there right now can understand, like, you've been mistreated, mm. um, and we just feel forgotten. She was alone, and she was afraid, and all of a sudden, an angel of God appeared to her and encouraged her. And the Bible says that Hagar called God Elroy. And in Genesis 16, 13, it says, because she said, I have now seen the one who sees me. She gave this name to the Lord. God saw her. Mm. Just like God saw Hagar, God sees you and God sees me. And it's cool to know, you know, trust on the good days, God sees me. And on the hard days, God sees me. I think we just sometimes, we just need to stop and take that in for a moment and let that sink in that God sees us. Yeah. And I've got to repeat her words again. She called him Elroy because she said, I have now seen the one who sees me. So And it's like, wait a second. God's, his his vision, his focus is locked in on you, Don, Mm -hmm. is locked in on me, is locked in on every single person listening to this podcast yep. right now. A lot of you guys probably have figured out by now, you know, we, we, we tend to be very positive people and, <laughs> and try to be encouraging, but yeah. we all know like marriage can be great. It has the potential to be great, but honestly, marriage is not always easy. It, it takes work. Some days, it's some days, weeks, months, it's just super hard. In fact, at different times, it can be extremely difficult. I know we have met many couples who are struggling in their marriage, and I've talked to ladies who are completely at the end of their rope, and they cannot see how that their marriage could possibly get better. They have no clue. They're in a place of extreme loneliness and hopelessness, and it's, it's really sad. And I know we've probably been there ourselves in mm. the past. I know many of these ladies are hurt, and they feel defeated. They lack the energy to try and repair or restore their marriage. But right now, if this is you, I just want to encourage you guys, know right now that God sees you. There are people that we have met and people right now that are listening to this very podcast who have been betrayed, neglected, abused, and mistreated. But please know God sees you. There are people listening right now where one spouse is struggling with substance abuse or, or mental illness. But please know that God sees you. 
Yeah, I'm so glad you're saying that, Donna. And I know you referenced the ladies, and I would say the same thing about any of the men that right. are listening to this podcast. Some of you men are, you're just struggling, you're frustrated, you're disappointed. Maybe you got married and your dreams have come crashing down because it's not been what you dreamt it would be. And guys, I just want to remind you that God sees you. He sees your pain. He sees your effort. He sees what you're going through. Don't give up. You're going to make it. God is with you. He's in your corner. And so just, I just really wanted to encourage, uh, mm. you know, echo, of course, yeah. what you said, Don, encouraging the ladies, but especially the guys as well, you know, yeah. because I think men and women both can get discouraged in life, yeah. but certainly in, uh, you know, in marriage. So what, is, what does this mean? God sees me, Elroy. What does that mean? Well, it means that he sees you and everything that you're going through. Yep. You are not forgotten. In other words, you matter to him. And he is walking with you right now. Whatever you're walking through, yep. whether it's over a mountaintop or through the valley of the shadow of death, he's going to give you the strength that you need to make it through. That's incredible to it, think about. It's so, so incredible. So Don, you and I, um, we have had near-death experiences yep. in our lives, both of us, right? Right. We've had financial setbacks. I mean, we have had illnesses, yep. crazy things happen, things you would never even imagine. People betray us. Or- oh my gosh. Yeah. Just crazy stuff. Yep. But in, in, in those moments, you and I have at times been sobbing or on our knees yep. and we just cried out to God. And it was really in those moments knowing that God was with us and Mm -hmm. that he sees us and he knows, uh, we knew that he was there for us. So uh, those of you that are listening right now that maybe you're at this place or maybe you can think of another couple, uh, maybe you're not struggling, but another couple, you know, they're struggling and they're at a place Mm -hmm. of hopelessness. So what do you do if that's you or what do you do if that's a couple that you know where they're hopeless in their marriage and they feel like they're abandoned or they feel like they're not uh, being seen by God right now. And so we just want to encourage you with just a couple of things. And these are things we've done in our lives. And then the first thing would be just tell God, just tell God and talk to him. Say, God, I, you know what? I'm not feeling you right now. I'm not experiencing you and be honest and open. God desires to have a relationship with you. And I, I think, you know, Donna, mm-hmm. if you weren't giving me attention or I didn't feel like your attention was on me, I would try to get your attention. Yeah. I would try to try to reach out to you and grab a hold of you. And, and that's what a true relationship involves. Yeah. It involves communication. God desires to hear your heart and to talk to you. The second thing that we would encourage you to do, if you feel hopeless or you know somebody that is, the second thing, pray for your spouse and your marriage. Man, I cannot (laughs) emphasize this enough. Prayer is so important. It's so powerful. God not only sees you, but he hears your prayer. The Bible literally says in the Old Testament, it says God inclines his ear to the righteous. In other words, he leans forward and he's listening to your prayers. And honestly, when you pray, Don, have we had a million prayers answered or what? Yeah. a crazy, awesome time. Out of times. desperation, we've come to him and we've definitely poured out our heart and God has answered many prayers. And sometimes not the answer that we got wasn't the one that we were praying for. <laughs> right. But it was God's answer. And it was the answer that we needed. So what else? What is something else that you can do if you are feeling hopeless right now in your marriage? 
The third thing is surround yourself by people who believe in marriage and that will encourage you. If you're down about your marriage, you don't want to be around a lot of other people who don't believe in marriage. Why? Because they're going to discourage you and they're going to tell you to walk away. They're going to tell you to leave. Be, surround yourself with people who believe in it, who believe in fighting for their, your, their marriage. The next thing, when you're, if you feel hopeless, maybe just consider seeking out a marriage counselor. I think this is very, it doesn't you know, get used enough. There are trained marriage professional counselors out there that are ready and willing to help um, couples that are dealing with issues that the couples just can't get over. Yeah, that are just kind of over their head yep. or out of their scope of, yep. of expertise. You know, sometimes in a marriage, we just, there's something bigger than us and we need to call out for help. Absolutely. And I, I love that. And I would, I would even say, boy, sometimes in a marriage, it's not just the, it's the couple. There's one person in the marriage might, that might even need to seek counseling on their own to deal yep. with their past or to deal with other issues. And I think it's really important. It'd be naive of us to think that there aren't people out there that are listening right now that struggle with substance abuse or mental illness. I mean, we know we have family members, we have people in our inner circle that struggle with these, these things. And if you are struggling or dealing with substance abuse or mental illness, please seek professional help. They will give you the help that, that you need to make your help, help, uh, you know, see your marriage become reconciled or, you know, help restore your marriage. And the last thing that we, you know, want to just encourage you with is to feed yourself spiritually. You guys read the Bible, open up God's truth. There's something in there that will just, just literally just feed your soul when you're down. Listen to podcasts or sermons, just you know, every phone, pretty much iPhone right now, or it has a podcast button, literally just load it up with your favorite yeah. uh, speakers and listen to podcasts, listen to worship music. There's something about just literally hitting play and letting music play in your ears and letting God's goodness come through words and music. Yeah. And also just spend time praying. Like you said, I mean, take that time and just talk to mm. God. So make sure you're feeding yourself spiritually. And Don, I I just want to, again, kind of add on to something that you're saying, and that is that the noise of the world right now that we live in, whether it's social media or the news or whatever, so much of it is negative and it's so loud. It's time to turn (laughs) off those sources that just pump negativity into your soul, into your marriage, and turn up the volume on the things like the Bible, like you said, truth. We don't have enough truth in no, our world today. We need to go back to the Bible, and that is so important. And just talking through some of these things yeah. that we've we've kind of been discussing, Don, you know, really reminds me of a story. Of course, you and I we travel across the United States and we we speak, you know, do do our loving the fight marriage uh, events, you know, where we have a conference and we encourage couples. And I remember one couple in particular that we met at one of our marriage conferences that. Here's what happened. A lady came in tears and you could tell she was broken. Uh, her marriage was broken. So she came up for, for prayer and she you know, just began to, to talk and share about what was going on in her marriage and what it looked like at that moment. And as she was sharing, Don, you and I both yeah. remember, I mean, it was sad. She yeah. was not being treasured, no. not being cared for like a wife should be. And so she talked further and we quickly realized that her husband was struggling from PTSD, from being in the military. And specifically, yeah. he was in a battle yeah. that had scarred him tremendously. And so he was literally not able to function in their marriage. 
because he was dealing with something that was much bigger Mm, than himself. He needed to get help with the PTSD before he could even begin to look at his marriage. And that's exactly what we recommended to them, you know, and really tried to encourage her and remind her that it it wasn't like really all on her. She was taking it on herself like it was her fault. Yeah. And and it had so much to do with him needing to seek healing, him needing to get strength so that then they could go back and they could repair their marriage and strengthen it for the future. And there are so many couples that may be having marriage problems, but honestly, the, the problem is actually deeper or bigger. Like the reaction or the response that they're having in their marriage is actually from something else like substance abuse or mental uh, illness in some way. We also know many couples who have dealt with infidelity in their marriage. Again, we have prayed for these couples at our seminars numerous times where one spouse has been unfaithful. One of the things we love to do the most is literally at the end of our seminar, we have people come up and we love praying for couples. We want to encourage them them and just speak life into them. But we have not, we have seen and heard of not only sexual affairs that have taken place with some of these couples, but literally just emotional affairs as well. And we have seen families that are being destroyed by behaviors like this. But we have also seen marriages and we have prayed for marriages and they've been restored by the grace of God in the midst of poor choices that led to affairs. But God has been able to reconcile many of these marriages as well. I think it's important to let you guys know, though, that Right now, if you're in a marriage where you feel like you're threatened or you're being abused in any way or you feel unsafe, please seek out a safe place. Abuse is never acceptable in any form. So please tell someone, seek help, and remove yourself from the situation. We have seen many marriages, again, that have made it through behaviors like this, but they've had to remove themselves and seek help from an outside source to get to that point. Yeah, and to clarify, Don, when we say remove yourself, we're not saying, hey, just, you know, d- dissolve the marriage. Yeah. We're saying get yourself out of the building get to a safe, physically a safe spot. so you're not yeah. within reach of that person where they might be physically harming yeah. you. So that's that's really important. And then certainly then it, it allows you to bring in some professional help and give that person, you know, uh, time to work right. through it. I think that's such a good thing. Again, just abuse is never, never right, ever. Never, never acceptable, never right. Incredibly unhealthy and incredibly yep. damaging to the marriage. And I would even say if you are the one in the marriage that is making threats, having angry outbursts that lead to anything, mm-hmm. physical, verbally abusing your spouse or your family, or maybe you're, you're just making threats, but in any way, you know, I just want to encourage you stop and seek yeah. help. This is wrong. Your spouse does not deserve to be mistreated. This will destroy your marriage and it's unacceptable. And it's just a, a time to realize that, Hey, I have, you know, anger that is out of control and it's time for me to hit the brakes and to do something about it. Yeah. And just going back to, you know, just the beginning of this podcast, the entire purpose of today's podcast is just to really remind you um, that God loves you. Elroy, Mm. God sees you to encourage you that you are not alone to remind you that again, that he sees you. He's Elroy and that he cares about every single detail in your life and in your marriage. He cares about you and he cares about your marriage. 
And we really pray that you believe that because oh, it is true. That is truth. Absolutely. And again, just to know that God sees us, that is such a powerful thing. So please know what Don's saying is true. You are not alone. No. You are sitting there right no. now, wherever you're listening to this. God is in this moment and he's in your room. He's wherever you're at, even if it's in a car and he is in your life, ready and willing to help you. So we want to thank you for joining us this week for episode 24 of the Loving the Fight Marriage Podcast. Hey guys, don't forget, you got this. You can do it. Keep loving the fight. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Love in the Fight Marriage Podcast. If this podcast encouraged you, then be sure to share it with others that you care about through your Facebook page, Instagram, or other social media channels. Please hit the subscribe button if you have not subscribed. And please click like and leave us a review. Tell us what you think. For more conversations about marriage and what it takes to make sure that you are loving the fight, visit us at lovingthefight.com. See you next time.